Will and Christian in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Will and Christian in the morning. A little earlier this morning. Yeah. Uh, morning, all you early birds. I'm Christian. I'm Will. And yeah, uh, how was your week, Will? It's been pretty good. Uh, it's been a good. Uh, it's been a busy but good like first couple weeks back. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, I went home this weekend, so mm-hmm. for yeah, a dentist appointment. Dentist appointment. <laughs> uh, but I'm back and ready for the show. Oh, yeah. And you saw 1917 this weekend? I did. I did see 1917. And what did uh, you think? I really liked it. I I didn't know what to expect with the whole, like, <laughs> it seems like one take thing. And I really enjoyed it. And I liked that uh, there were, like, A-list celebrities in it, but they were only in it for, like, a little bit. Like, they only yeah. popped up a couple times. Um, yeah. I mean, I saw, like, Colin Firth in the trailers, but... Um I guess it's not really a spoiler, but I didn't He's know. He's in it like right at the beginning. I didn't know uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was in it. Like he comes out towards the end. I guess that's not really a spoiler because I'm not saying like what he really, does. Like but, most uh, of this movie isn't really a spoiler. Like it's just how yeah. things happen. But no, I really enjoyed it. I I can understand why it was nominated for a bunch of stuff now. Oh yeah, it was a very good movie. Yeah, and I think it was like kind of it was pretty intense. Just like following around like in the one shot like format oh yeah you know like they go in the house and then you like go like behind the house and you're like they're in the house but i don't know what they're doing you're like what's gonna happen and then you know the the scene with the rat oh yeah there were there were a lot of gasps yeah theater, but i also had a lot of old people in there so like, there were a lot of they were getting shook yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh there was one moment that i like like jumped out of my seat because it like sh- it startled me yeah no Once definitely that scene was definitely a little but, intense uh, yeah but it was a very good movie. Highly recommend it. Nice. Yeah. yeah it was Everyone see it. Yes. But. So we got a few things to talk about today. Oh, my weekend was good. Thanks uh, for asking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, we're earlier, so I'm not fully oh, yeah. awake yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, okay. how was your week, Christian? Um, it was good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I don't know what I do this week. I, I guess it was more just like adjusting, come back to school. Yeah. Um, yeah, not really a whole lot happened, I don't think. Mm. And it was good. Oh, we uh, will also watched Inception. This past I did for the first time. I'd never seen it before, even yeah. though like that's right up my alley. But mm-hmm. uh, I had to have a couple <coughs> things explained by yeah. Christian and our friends. But um, but I no, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, yeah, and I for the most part I got <laughs> Inception. Uh, only a couple I parts. Inception. Only a couple parts. I was a little confused. With that. Yeah, I had seen it once before, and I like sitting down to watch it again. I was like, I'm not going to get any of this, but I understood it more than I thought I did. Yeah, but, yeah they explain but, they explain things like a good bit, but yeah, I mean it, it's a lot to process, but it's you know you can get it. But the the ending. I guess I won't spoil it. I knew anymore, about it but, before uh, it went in. Yeah. But you were getting really, really angry. Oh, yeah, I got mad. really funny. <laughs> I got mad at the end. I was like, no. Oh, that was funny. That happened with La La Land, too, until I realized what was happening. Yeah. And I got happy. <laughs> yeah, but it was a very good movie. Yeah. Enjoyed. Yes. So, we got a lot to talk about yes, this week. Now <laughs> we do. So, All right. so we, uh, we had some uh, one big thing uh, about the Disney Fox deal. Um, it's no longer called 20th Century Fox. It's now called 20th Century Studios and Searchlight Pictures. So it's not like two separate things. Was Searchlight like a different thing that they acquired with Fox? Or is that did they just divide 20th Century Fox into 20th Century Studios and Searchlight Pictures? I think Searchlight was already a thing. Um, but yeah. I'm not exactly sure what 
was the difference when they were splitting movies up within it. But mm-hmm. they're still keeping like the like the intro and like the, the song and the logo and everything. But it's just not gonna have Fox on it. Yeah, which that's. I mean, okay. At this point, though, like, I think they're gonna do that to put more mature stuff. Like yeah. Disney's more mature stuff is gonna be put out under Fox, like when they used to do it with uh, Touchstone. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I don't really see the point of it. Like, yeah, this, like 20th Century Fox, 20th Century Studio. Like, I don't. We really still know that it, we know that it's Disney. Yeah, and I we're probably gonna still call it Fox. I mean, maybe I guess maybe you don't have to put like the castle intro on all like on like a mm-hmm. a horror movie, but I guess so. You could just. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some horror movies with uh, the DreamWorks logo. That's true. 1917 had the DreamWorks logo. <laughs> yeah, that too. That was going in. very strange. I wanted to see the kid doing like the, the fishing and then have him like blow up or something <laughs> from like a mine. <laughs> oh, old dark. Well, but, uh, it'd be fitting. I guess so. Yeah, but uh, I don't really see the point in dropping the Fox name. I guess I get it, but I don't really think there's a point. Well, I... They don't own, like, the Fox TV stuff, so I guess they want to distance themselves oh, you're right. from that. Because like, that's, like, two things. Yeah, so people might get confused. But, I mean, at this point, who doesn't know that? Yeah, it was, like, a big deal. I think everybody knows that Disney bought Fox. Unless you're living under a rock. Sorry, anyone who is listening and lives under a rock or doesn't know about this. Yeah. But if you listen to the show, then you know about it. Oh, yeah, because we'll keep you updated on everything. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, the... Uh, the second Psych movie, Psych 2, The Last He Comes Home, is coming out soon. This oh, no, year. This no, year. it might have gotten pushed back to next year. Know. But they just released a poster for it, which looks funny. Uh, um, hold on. I still... I'm on season four of Psych right now. I'm, like, mm-hmm. almost at the end of season four. So I'm, like, about halfway done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I still have to, like, watch the first movie mm-hmm. and the musical. Uh, oh, the musical. Oh, that's That comes towards the end. Oh, this is a funny poster. I like and that. Then, and then I'll watch Psych 2. But mm-hmm. the only thing is it's on <sighs> Peacock. Ugh. But I, d- I didn't research this, which I should have. But some people were saying that it will be free, but I'm not sure because, like, it's a subscription. But so then, then how could it be free? But people said there's, like, tiers of it. Like, there might be – I think there's one oh. with, with ads, but you can watch for free. Or maybe, like, Psych will be, like, one of a few options. Oh, is it – so maybe it's, like, Hulu and then, like, Hulu Plus? I like, think Hulu so. has a lot of ads. And then Hulu Plus, I think some more content. I think you get, like, sports live, – like, spo- live sports, too, and then no ads. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. I think – I'm not paying for people. I might just buy it for, like, one month, because there might okay. be... I think there's another show I want to watch on there um, that's, like, only going to be on there or something. So I'll probably get it for mm-hmm. a month, watch the movie, because it's, like, uh, five bucks or something. Like, it's not expensive. Oh, okay. I, some figures for think. a community movie on Peacock? Then or just a community movie in theaters. Yeah, it will, I mean, that um, would be a better idea, but if it's on Peacock, then, yeah, I'll go see it. I'm looking up the price right now. Wait, it's free? No. Ooh. Peacock free consists of 7,500 hours of programming, including next-day access to current seasons of first-year NBC shows, universal movies, and curated content such as SNL, blah, blah, blah. The two freemium, t- the two premium tiers coming at five per month with ads and ten per month with no ads. So it's probably just, like, a lesser library with ads that you can watch for free. Okay. So I think, so I think that's where it's going to be, so we might not have to pay. All right. And then I'd imagine maybe they put like the office and friends like free no way that'll be behind the paywall oh, you're for right, sure. you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right like uh yeah i'm sure they pulled like a lot of money out they were probably paying like a lot for netflix to show it and yeah now they have it their own so 
you're right. It's like ten dollars only. Yeah, that'll be the $10 one. With, that'll be the, the one with no ads, and like that's the only place mm. you can watch it because there'll be jerks like that. That's really funny because like you know all these years you can like go on Netflix to watch The Office or Friends like as much as you want with no ads, and now suddenly like boom, ten dollars. Buy physical media, people. Buy the DVD box set. Yeah, there you go. So you don't have to worry about anything like this. I might do that with Community in the future. Buy like, I think the Blu-ray set. Mm-hmm. Um, also. <laughs> In that movie, Timothy Mudson plays Lasseter mm-hmm. in the show. Uh, a couple years ago, he had a really bad stroke, and, yeah, like, and he just recently got back into acting. Because yeah, that's, I think, that's why he wasn't in the first movie. Yeah, they had there's, to, a, there's like a little cameo. They had like, to like re, re like <clears throat> write and edit the movie, the first movie, like after they shot it because mm-hmm. of that. Or no, but I guess before they shot it. But but he's gonna be in this one. But I think the storyline is that he gets shot on mm. on duty and has a stroke like on the, on the operating table so they work that yeah. into the movie so i think i think the main plot is like someone's trying to kill lassie and then yeah and gus like go off to the killer and go find him yeah i'm excited though yeah was the I'm, first movie good it was it was pretty good i it didn't exactly meet my expectations like i was really really excited but it was still like it was a solid movie there were like a lot of callbacks it was sort of like you know psych has a lot of pop culture references like mm-hmm. there are it's sort of like more modern pop culture references, I guess. Some work, some don't. Like, there's one, this isn't really a spoiler, like, Sean and Gus are investigating, like, some old house or something, so it's, like, a really creepy atmosphere, and then Gus is on his phone, and Sean's like, oh, my God, Gus, are you playing Pokemon Go? And he's like, so like, oh, there's a Squirtle uh, over here. Okay. So it's like, yeah. it's some, some hit, some miss, but it's, it's, it's good. It's a solid movie, and I think it's... Especially if you're a fan, you'll appreciate it because there are a lot of like callbacks to the previous seasons. Yeah. But um, I've heard good things about the musical. So oh, I'm, the musical! I'm is really great. hyping that up in my head. Yeah, the um, there's uh, one guy from Rent. What's his name? Is it um, Tay Diggs. Tay, I don't know. What is it? Tay Diggs. Or um, it's, I think it's like a zine his name or something. Like from the Broadway or the movie? Well, I, guess. I think the. Anthony Rapp. Yeah, Anthony Rapp. He uh, he's I'm, in Psych the Musical and he helped to uh, write the songs. I don't know why I went straight to Tay Diggs. I think they made a joke about it once on the show, so that's why I thought about that. But, but um, yeah, so the the musical is very good, but that's not till later. Um, and like all the like the whole cast are like really good singers. It's pretty. They funny. all sing. Yeah, they all sing. I know. I know Timothy Munson a good singer because he was on Galavant. But yeah. Um, I don't actually. I don't know if um, Henry sings. Oh, I, think I don't, I don't like, care if he sings. Gonna sing, and he's like, "No, I'm not singing." Yeah, but um, everyone else is, is a good singer. That's good. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that's can't, a can't be any worse song. than the Grey's Anatomy music epi- musical episode, which I did watch. I don't know. It's bad. Okay. <laughs> they so just sing, they it. sing chasing cars and like how to <laughs> save a life while like someone's on the operating table. It's bad. That's weird. and they're all really bad singers. That's weird. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, um yeah so i'll watch that yeah if it's free we'll I'll, I'll pay for it honestly oh yeah okay. if it's like a one time like if i'm paying for a month and it's five i'll pay five bucks just to watch the movie but mm-hmm. anyway all right uh so we'll move on we have a little segment again we uh, it's called what you're watching We've done this before it's just we talk about what shows we're watching so will what you're watching i'm watching well not really watching recently but the witcher uh, it yeah, came out, it's over it. a month now, I guess, mm-hmm. old, but, and I'm still not done with it, but it came out late last <coughs> December on Netflix, 
and it is based off the Witcher series, which is originally a series of like short stories and books, mm-hmm. and then they got turned into video game series. Yeah, I which, think this is more based on the books, right? It is. Yeah, yeah it goes like through the first like set of short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played like the third Witcher, which is like the most recent one, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a really great game. So that was kind of got me interested in the show. Basically, the the idea is there's this guy named Geralt of Rivia, and he's a Witcher, which are people who have been mutated to, uh, like, they're sterile, they're, like, better at fighting, I forget exactly what, and they can do, like, a little bit of magic, and basically the show, they they go and fight monsters, um, Mm. they have two swords, like, silver, I think silver for (coughs) monsters, steel for humans, um, Interesting. And it's set in this, like, kind of Game of Thrones y type world where everything, like, if you're not in the 1%, you're, like, dying. And, uh, <laughs> um, it's a good way of putting it. Kind of like one of those, like, medieval type worlds. Um, mm. So there's, like, dragons and monsters and stuff. And they follow Geralt the Witcher. They follow this sorceress named Yennefer and then uh, this princess named Ciri. And they all are kind of connected in ways that you find out. But the weird thing about the show, which I didn't realize till like five episodes in, is that up until like a certain episode, all the stories are in different time periods. Like I think in the oh. second episode, one person's story is thirty <laughs> years before somebody else's story, oh, and they'll be like they don't explain it very well. But well. it's definitely like a show where you would get lost if you don't know like a little bit about the yeah. about the story, which I don't even know that much, and I I was able to like get the majority of it, but even I had to look stuff up. Um, but it's got like great action. It's Henry Cavill as the lead. Oh yeah, and he does a great job. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else that's well known in it. But um, no, it's a really, it's a really cool show. In the second episode, there's a really good song called "Toss a Coin to Your Witcher." <laughs> oh, I've seen like, well, I haven't watched anything, but I've seen like people like covering it on YouTube. Yeah, the song's really good because um, there's a bard, like it's like a bard type. Song. Oh yeah, like a, one of those. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, no, it's a really fun show, and mm-hmm. um, it's pretty gruesome like kind of like game of thrones is mm-hmm. um but and it's only a few episodes that's only like nine episodes like an hour each mm. so it's definitely not a super long watch and it's a good one yeah. i saw one interview um someone was talking to henry cavill because all about like <laughs> the witcher and then the guy was like playstation or xbox and henry cavill's like pc so he's like pc master race i thought was pretty yeah funny. people have been making memes out of that with like, <coughs> other stuff mm-hmm. so that, that's pretty cool yeah. I mean, it seems cool. I I have this one friend <clears throat> back home who's like really into The Witcher. I know, and I think he was excited for this. And maybe I'll give it a, give it a look. Yeah, and um, Christian, uh, what you watching? Oh, right now I'm watching BoJack Horseman. Uh-huh. Me and uh, Max are watching it. Friend know? of the pod, Max. friend of the pod, Max. Also my roommate. But we've been watching it a lot because he had already seen it, and he was like, "You, I think you'd like this," and I do. <laughs> so the main premise is it's like this universe where like humans and anthropomorphic animals like live together, and they like you know um, they can like get together, marry, you know, do all that. So I think like once you get past that, it, it's like. I don't know, but like it's it's just a weird thing. Yeah. Like sometimes it's weird, but it makes for some good like animal puns. Sometimes it's pretty funny. But the main premise is this guy Bojack Horseman, who is like a '90s actor in a sitcom called Horsin' Around, which is based. It's kind of like Full House. Yeah. It's where it's like you know the horse is the dad and adopts like three three kids, it's like a son and two daughters. So and then like he, you know, he's kind of like this washed up '90s actor 
who is like a huge narcissist. Like he loves watching himself on the sitcom, like in old DVDs. And it's just him. Like it, like each season, like changes plot. Like on, on like the doc here, it says, um, two seasons in, but I actually, we just finished the third season. How many episodes per season? Um, it's like 13. And okay. It's that's, like a half hour. If they were like 22 episodes, I'd be hardcore judging right no, now. No, 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 no. No. But we, uh, we just started the fourth season. Cause like I watch one and then there's usually like no, a cliffhanger. Yeah. So you have to keep watching. Definitely. But, uh, it, <clears throat> The plot, like, changes throughout uh, each season, but it's really dealing with, like, him and, like, coming to terms with his, like, depression and anxiety, and it's just, like, a really, really good show. Um, Will Arnett plays Bojack Horseman. Allison Breeze in it. Yeah, Love I her. did not know that for a yeah. while. And I I watched the first couple seasons, like, mm-hmm. when I first started high school, but I... I didn't really get into it, but I feel like I'd appreciate it more now. Mm-hmm. I might have to. Try, I might have to try it again. I, I never. I, I enjoyed it when I watched it, but like, um, I, how many seasons are there? I think there are six, and then they're coming up with a seven. Uh, yeah, I might have to like the end of this month. And I feel like it's definitely an, an easy watching show. Like it's easy to like. Get yeah, into. you can just. Um, there's not like a whole lot of like backstory you have to learn, and they like explain everything. Yeah. Did you um? Did you get to Vincent Adult Man yet? Yes. That's my favorite character in the whole show. I love him. It's just a kid and it's... Is it one? I guess it's one kid or three kids in like I a, think it's like... Well, it's like... Um, so there's this character named Princess Carolyn who's like a cat and she and Bojack used to date or whatever and she's like, oh, I want to be a confident woman. So she finds just like a random dude at a bar which is like this kid and... this three kids in a trench coat and Bojack's like, Princess Carolyn, that's three kids in a trench coat. He's like, my, my name is Vincent, adult man. And then... She's like, oh, you're so funny, Vincent. And she's, like, trying to, like, make Bojack bad. And then they end up, like, actually dating for, like, the rest of the season. And it's still, like, um, you know, three kids in a trench coat. And he's like, oh, I work at the business factory. Yeah, yeah. anytime they're like, what do you do for work? He's like, business. business. <laughs> and, oh, boy. It was... But that's funny. And then it sort of, like, kind of builds on her character. The fact that she's, like, dating three kids in a trench coat and it's like never like explicitly stated that he's three kids in a trench coat but there's like this one thing where like the kid it comes over and she's like i recognize you and she thinks that like vincent like cheated on her and like had a kid so it's like one of those things where he's like oh could i have a chocolate bar and then she goes into the kitchen and then he like puts on the trench coat and then he's vincent like the kid's gone and <laughs> it's just oh like that's so funny i need to get i need to get back into it yeah um, and then uh this character mr peanut butter there's like a him. meme a while ago it's like the yellow dog was like what is this a crossover episode oh uh, that's yeah. him and that's he says that like a lot in the series which i think is kind of funny but um yeah it like it's like really funny it's like an adult cartoon, so yeah. there's a lot of, like, adult themes. But, like, it's, you know, there's, like, a bunch of comedy, and then it just gets, like, really, really deep all of a sudden. It's yeah. like, wow. But it is very good. All the characters are really relatable. Uh, the voice acting is great. Um, trying to think. One of the episodes that I remember the most is where he's at the at the store. I'm pretty sure you probably got to this by now. Where he's at the store, and there's, like, a penguin who was in the army. Yeah. And he's, like... He, I forget what happens, but he ends up saying, like, he doesn't think he's a hero. And then he gets on the news and, like, in tons of trouble for saying Because, it's... so, there was a um, a thing of, like, biscuits in the produce aisle. 
So Bojack grabbed him, and the penguin's like, hey, I called dibs on that. He's like, what are you talking about? They're just sitting here. He's like, I put them in the produce section. Biscuits don't belong in the produce section. So <laughs> obviously, I had called dibs. And then he gets into, like, a kerfuffle. And then it turns out the penguin is, like, an Af- like a veteran who just got back from Afghanistan. And Bojack, like, went on TV and basically said, like, oh, I don't think veterans are heroes. <laughs> No, he's like, I don't think veterans are heroes. I just hate this guy for getting mad about these biscuits. Yeah, everyone like that's a f- yeah. That's I don't know why that's the episode that I remember, but yeah. <laughs> there's just like all these like little funny moments. Um, I could talk a lot about it, but yeah, no, it's definitely know. good. It's very good. I it's, highly recommend the it. fact that it's, some of this stuff has remained in my mind after these years. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's pretty good. Yeah, and um, that kind of talk about that kind of gave me an idea for like something to talk about today which is talking about like cartoon shows and movies that like may be written off as like oh cartoons are for kids but um you know it can be enjoyed by like kids and adults alike but before we get to that i want to talk about this movie with a rat so we have these two friends i we call them friends of the pod if they haven't been on the podcast they're friends of the pod friends of the pod annie and abby shout out so they got into this discussion about the Pixar movie with a rat. We all know it. With cooks. We all know what it's called. So we're talking about Wally. What? I thought this was up. (sighs) Damn it. Um, (laughs) No, but uh, so they got into a discussion about how to pronounce said movie. And so Abby put on her like snap story, like replies to uh, replied to this story with a video of you pronouncing this movie. And something like that so you know she like tallied up and i think like she got more of the votes so i think what were the two but but there was just like this whole thing the pronunciation options were ratatouille which is how i say it or ratatouille which is how abby says it there's like barely any difference i thought i the t's the t's i thought it would be like a bigger difference it's, but it's like ratatouille or ratatouille i think the how the french would say it, ratatouille i think that's how you say the dish but yeah, I think they, the movie, this is what Pat from Hogapella shout out was saying. Shout out. He said in our group chat that mm. Ratatouille <clears throat> is the name of the movie, but Ratatouille is the name of the, the food that they make. I think that makes sense. And there's also, I found a scene where Linguini, the like, main character, it's a yeah. scene where he's drunk in, like, the, in the yeah, show's yeah. office. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he says it both ways. He's like, why is it called Ratatouille? Ratatouille. I was like, you just said it both it ways. It sounds like rat and patootie. Ratatouille. So, yeah. yeah, so, but that apparently started a bit of a flame war in the Hakapella chat, right? Yeah, the winner the winner that Abby tallied up was Ratatouille, which I think is correct. At least I if you're correct. like, yeah. maybe we're just like uncultured Americans saying it wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how Disney like marketed the movie. <sighs> I'm going to dig, I mean, I'm gonna have to dig deeper and find some proof. Or maybe we should just like forget it because it was a stupid argument. Well, now I'm invested. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that, I just want to mention that real quick. So back to like, cartoons so when you know watching bojack horseman obviously it's like a more adult cartoon something akin to like the simpsons or family guy although i don't want to compare it to them no it's on a much higher level but um you know it could be like i remember um when i first heard about bojack horseman like this is a cartoon this kind of seems dumb uh, it's not really like because it was like a kid's cartoon but i thought more it's like Family Guy. Yeah, there are like there are animated stu- shows like that are dumb. Like stupid adult shows. So I was like, I don't know. 
And then I started thinking of like other like, I get quote unquote children's shows that are cartoons that I think everyone can enjoy. Um, you know, you think of like the, the Pixar movies yeah. that like they're supposed to be for kids, but like every adult who watches them like balls crying. Loves them, yeah. yeah, they all love them. So uh, a couple of shows that we came up with like i think a great example is star wars the clone wars I just, i've been watching more because the yes. new season's coming i watched I, the, I'm i want close to, to the end of season one i'm, I'm okay getting there. i need to s- start watching that because i want to watch it with max but we're very very invested in bojack horseman right now so yeah we'll see i might have to do some of my own but um that like you know george lucas loves to say oh star wars is for kids like it's not it's like for everyone but um this is like because this is a cartoon and it was on Cartoon Network and now on like you know Disney or whatever. I think it could be like easily written off as like, oh, this is a kid's show. But if you watch it, this is like one of the best parts of Star Wars. I think a lot of yeah. people agree about that. And I like that. I was just watching an episode about um, they had a, there was a clone traitor and they were trying to figure out who it was. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Um, and like they're Brit, like. A lot of these episodes have, like, stuff about politics, and, like, this episode had an argument about, like, are the clones, like, free, or are they just enslaved by the Jedi? Like, stuff like that, where, like, it can get kind of, like, it can get deep while still being, like, appropriate. And also people, like, get freaking killed on that show, like, and shot and (laughs) stabbed and stuff. You you haven't even seen it yet. There's, like, there's, like, a whole, like, arc with, like, the clone show. We have a call. Oh, I wonder who this could be. Uh, Let me make sure I do this right. All right. Turn on the phone. Right. I did it Uh-oh. wrong. Hello? No. Um, sorry, folks. We're trying to figure this out. Hold on, turn out. that off. Hang it's on. It's been a bit. It's been a minute. All right. Hold on. I'm pretty sure it's down. Why isn't the phone going off? Hang on. Hang on. Put it off. Okay. We should write this down next time. I swear... If it says they're on. Okay, wait. Put it back on. Hello? Right. Hello? On. Think no? Okay, Hello. hang on. Uh, I'm going to drop the call. Whoever you were. Oh. Oh, oh. Hello? Hello? You're on Will and Christian in the morning, I think. Mm, no. Hello? Hello, hello. All right, so I'm going to drop right. the call. Um... Whoops, not hold. So, whoever that was, I'm assuming it's probably James from the Berg. Um, I hope so. Please, uh, try again, and I'm pretty sure it's down, ring, pick up, up, phone. Uh, Well, if you'd like to call in, it's 610-660-1098, and it's on the Radio 1851 website. I don't know why this keeps happening. Whatever, but um, yeah, Clone Wars can get really really deep um like there's this whole thing where like the clones are i'm sure you've seen like memes like we're just clones sir we're meant to be dispendable and not, he's, to like, not to me yeah so it's like the clones are like you know we're literally carbon copies of the same guy it's like millions of us we were created specifically for war like why are we here what's the point oh, oh. All, all right, right all right, right. right let's try this again, try this again. wait wait all right all right all right pick up Hello, you're on Will and Christian in the morning. Hopefully. Yeah, turn the volume on. Hello? Hello? It's not working. 
Hello? I feel like I can hear something. No, I guess not. Hello? Hello. <coughs> Alright. So. Hello? Hello? Okay. All right. Um, never so, mind. Never then. mind. Don't call in because obviously it's in. not working. We'll get that figured All out right, by next yeah. show. As um, usual. Whatever. Um, yeah, Clone Wars. Very good. Um, yeah. Some other shows that we came up with. Regular show. Great show. I didn't watch that one. At the, well, I watched it sometimes. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched the whole thing. But, like, that can get, like, weird. They have, like, some... Yeah. Some very strange and like really out there episodes. I found that a lot of the uh, uh, James from the Berg. He just texted me. He said, "Just say I said hi." Hi, hi, James from the Berg. I Sorry, it, was it wasn't him. working. Um. Uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of the. Well, I wasn't really allowed to watch Cartoon Network a lot when I was a kid. Ooh, um, yeah. like it was blocked on my TV. <laughs> um, but once I was. Like, a lot of the shows on there were definitely more, like, mature than yeah. something on, like, Nickelodeon. Like, they were more like something, like, a, a young teenager would watch. Yeah. So, they weren't really necessarily, like, a kid's show. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I guess it was sort of, like, you could write it off as, like, it's on Cartoon Network. It's for, like, yeah. kids. But that that was a pretty mature show. And they they dealt with some adult themes. They they get like that's just like a weird show, but it was it was pretty cool. It was weird. I've yeah. watched like some of it. Um, Adventure Time. Now I have not. Have you seen Adventure Time? A few episodes. I haven't really seen like any of it. I know people really love it. Though. I've heard like many good things about it, and that I've also heard that can get pretty deep, and it's got some really well written characters. Oh, you know what else one that I didn't think of? Steven Universe. Have you oh, seen yeah. any of it? I have not. I've seen but... the first season. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people here really like the show. Like mm-hmm. I know like Malcolm has a sticker on his laptop. Oh, yeah. I know Annie uh likes it a lot. And Shout I know out to both of you. Like I know like Brendan and people too, like they know all the songs yeah, and everything. Yeah. So I've heard I mean I've heard like very good things, but I mean I think like the one thing that kind of like turns me off about it is like some of the fandom some of like the really oh, yeah. hardcore fandom are can they can be like pretty defensive and yeah i haven't seen like much of that because i didn't like venture into that but even like no. the first season like there were episodes that were like a kid would like watching but there were yeah. also episodes that were uh pretty intense pretty like mm-hmm. really well written really smart mm-hmm. there's a lot of good songs as well oh, yeah. um and it's like really it's a beautiful looking show i probably I never got into the second season, but mm-hmm. um, I know there's like a movie now, and and there, there's like another spinoff show, Steven Universe Future. Oh, I didn't know that, but there's like a massive following. Um, yeah, I think if it's like if it's like on something, I'll, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, that's oh, where I watched well, it. But watch it. one of the one of the shows that I know we both definitely <laughs> watched growing up, Phineas and Ferb. Oh, my entire childhood. So. This came out when we were like seven or eight. Yeah. So like right peak childhood time and stayed on for seven years. Um, wow. And I think like beginning to end, it was, it never like dipped really in quality. I mm-hmm. admittedly, I, I like wanted to watch a couple episodes on Disney plus once it came out. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll like get some nostalgia. Yeah. <coughs> and then I watched a couple episodes and I was like, this is, this holds up. This is really good. Yes, and I kept good. I kept watching. Like I've every so often I'll throw an episode on and I'll be like, "Yep, this is still good." The songs are yeah, still really I think, good. Yeah, I think it's it's a great show, and I'm I don't think I'm just blind to buy nostalgia. I think if anyone who hasn't seen it watch it now, I think they could enjoy it. 
because there's like you know the songs in every episode the it's just like you know that childlike wonder of like what are we gonna do today it's this beautiful summer day it's that i think it's got something for everybody because <laughs> if you're like a, a young kid watching it you get to see all these cool things that they make and yeah. like all that stuff um but then there's like the like perry and dr do mm-hmm. stuff that's like legitimately funny sometimes it's, it's hilarious like there's a lot of really smart writing in it oh yeah and stuff that kids would never get where i remember watching a video where they were talking about like how the show became successful mm-hmm. and the creators when they were making it disney was like can you just like get rid of these jokes like no one's gonna get them and they're like doesn't matter it's a joke for the kids like five seconds mm-hmm. later like this, it's yeah. something that like a parent can watch with their kid and still enjoy. Yeah, which is basically like the the Disney uh, uh, kind of mantra because Walt Disney, when he was making Disneyland, wanted a place that parents and kids could both enjoy. Yeah, I think it's you know it's like something for everyone that like it's like f- more geared towards kids, but it's so like parents can watch with their kids and like the whole family can like spend time together watching Disney. I watched an episode recently, like an example of the type of jokes that are in the show where it's like Perry the Platypus, the secret mm. agent, like that's their pet, yeah. uh, comes down to like the lab to go uh, out on his mission. And yeah. he's the only agent left because they sent all the others to sensitivity training that day. Like <laughs> yeah. that would not be at another kid's show. Like yeah. kids would be like, okay. But that like, that's funny. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. uh, it's also the writing's really clever because like there's the for- there's a typical formula every episode they're like all right what are we going to do today yeah so Phineas and Ferb build something Candace tries to bust them Perry goes on his mission and then it disappears at the end because of Doofenshmirtz and then Candace looks crazy in front of their mom and but there's a lot of these episodes that break that formula that are just mm-hmm. like brilliant like right like ones. um the uh when Phineas and Ferb do get busted yeah and they <laughs> get sent away to smile away reformatory camp that was that was a really good episode then it was like all a dream or something yeah but like that that's like an example of like breaking the formula and they made like a really good episode about it and the songs uh the show wasn't originally gonna have a song every episode but no it does uh i think like the i think it was gitchy gitchy goo like the, mm-hmm. the studio saw it and they're like you're doing a song every episode and i then- i yeah i think that's something that like makes face for a special they like they wrote a song for every single episode and they get stu- they still get stuck in my head sometimes. oh they're great songs again that's another thing that really holds up squirrels in my pants squirrels in my every pants. time every so yeah. often that gets into my head um but and um it's like, you know, I haven't watched Phineas and Ferb in a long time, but there are still, like, specific jokes that I, like, remember. Like, there's one that came to mind. It was in the, the Bratwurst episode when Doofenshmirtz quality Bratwurst. See, it's, yep. like, stuff like that. But, like, um, so Perry had... Well, Doofenshmirtz's plot of the day... He's the evil scientist. Yeah, he wanted to uh, destroy all hot dog vendors because he sold Bratwurst as a kid and, like, nobody liked him. So Doofenshmirtz has all these bratwursts, and then they have hot dogs, and they like he and Perry have like a lightsaber battle, but with like bratwursts and hot dogs. Yeah, it's and uh, then there's this, you know they have like they're slapping each other with the hot dogs, or whatever. And then there's one moment where Doofenshmirtz like holds up his hand, like he's gonna use oh, the force, yeah. and it's like um some like thing on the wall, and Perry's like looking at him. He's like, "Nah, I'm just kidding, but I made you look, didn't I?" The, yeah, I thought that was really funny. And uh, what else was I gonna say? Um, Literally just lost my train of thought. And then they have some. They have some cool crossovers. They did like a Marvel crossover, Star Wars one. They did the Star Wars and one. Then the creators made another show, <coughs> Milo Murphy's Law, and those characters show up sometimes. Like yeah. Doofy is a main character in that in show. In like the second season, did you ever watch Milo Murphy's Law? Nah, that was I after my time. I started watching it 
I watched like the first season. It's I don't think it's as good as Phineas and Ferb, but it still holds up. It's I know not like Weird Al is the main Weird Al plays um, Milo. So the basic premise of the show is Milo Murphy is like the descendant of the guy who made Murphy's Law, which is like the rule is like if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Yeah. So it's like this thing where like wherever he goes, something goes wrong. Like you know he goes to uh he like walks over to like a fire hydrant and then like the fire hydrant like pops off and then like he, you know falls into the street and then like a car like crashes or something so like yeah. everything goes wrong around him so it makes for some like funny shenanigans but that's also a pretty well-written show and there's like this subplot with like two time travelers who are supposed to like uh prevent pistachios from like what? going extinct <laughs> nice. and then like it like the pistachios like mixed with like this mutant ooze or something and then they become like sentient and then they like take over the world huh. and then they have to find um oh i guess this is a this is a bit of a spoiler. i don't know whatever but um i mean it's i don't think it's that big yeah states whatever if you're spoiling but um so they have to find professor time to like fix their time machine or something and it turns out professor time is actually dr doofenshmirtz oh okay nice so like and it's like a pretty funny moment like they walk up to the building and you don't know it's his building but they're like professor time and then they like get trapped and then like you know there's all this like dramatic music and then doofenshmirtz boxing is like you're not the pizza guy and then the thing ends yeah but yeah maybe i'll have to give it a shot but yeah but there there's like a Phineas and ferb crossover when they're fighting the mutant pistachios that's oh. pretty cool but and yeah. then, like, some of those characters, like, become, like, recurring on the show. Hmm. But I know, like, in Phineas and Ferb, um, they also have a ton of, like, callbacks to their own jokes, like, all the time. I can't think of any right now, <laughs> but, like, there will be some kind of gag that they have mm. that later in the show they'll do, and you'll be like, oh. Yeah. Oh, here's, here's a good example. So there's one episode where Phineas and Ferb try to build the largest tower ever, mm-hmm. and so they build it super high, and it, like, touches the moon. Like, the, you know, like, the, the spikes oh, on the skyscrapers. Episode, yeah. And, like touch the moon and then in that episode doofenshmirtz has some in it or whatever but it ends in the end it ends up like rotating the moon so then the building is on like the top of the moon so then you can't see it from earth oh and then like a later episode when they go to space and you see the moon you still see the tower like sticking out it's like stuff like that it's like little things but and there's you know it makes it there's stuff like uh some of the smart (laughs) kind of stuff I think anyone in our generation knows what an aglet is because because of, of Phineas and Ferb, and they show. have a whole song about it. Because they say like their dad's doing a crossword, and it's like the end of the thing at the shoelace, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know what that is." And then they look it up, and they're like, "We got to spread awareness about <laughs> yeah, this." Yeah. So then they have this whole campaign where they like tie shoelaces to your fingers, and it's like you know we all know the song. Yeah. don't forget. See, and we all know the song, and there, this show was educational. I promise but also you. entertaining. It was edutaining. Yeah. But um, I remember when I was younger, I used a lot of times I used the word septuagenarian. It's like someone between the ages of 70, 79. And I learned that from Phineas and Ferb because that was um, that was on their list of S, S words that sound sophisticated or something like oh. that. And um, Phineas was like, or perhaps a septuagenarian. They like checked it off the <laughs> list. I, and now I know what that is. I remember anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> they, like, used that in some episode, and that's stuck in my brain for some... Mm-hmm. Like, they would... Just stuff like that, but... Yeah. <laughs> fantastic it's, uh, show. And then the movie, Across the Second Dimension. Yeah. That was great. I might have to watch that, too. I haven't that watched really that in a long good. time, but... Um, so they do a lot of stuff with, like, time traveling, Second Dimension. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of, like, 
science. I get. I don't know how like accurate it is to, like real world science. Probably not at all. But, um, but it probably not. <laughs> there's also like, a lot of great side <laughs> characters like that. Sometimes look at this like Carl the uh, the, oh, intern Carl the, the intern at the secret agency or like Vanessa Doofenshmirtz's mm. daughter. Like characters like that that um, a lot of times get to like come in and yeah, do and then they stuff. like focus on their own stories and really good and then so you know there's the core you know there's like isabella balji and buford i think are great do you remember the one episode where um balji like can't decide what to like eat or something so they make a machine that like splits him into however many possible options there is on the so. decision so you know his the mom is like what kind of juice do you want he's like apple juice orange juice and then like he splits oh. so now there's like five balji's all getting a different type of juice and then, like, so there's a bunch of Belshi clones, and they all, like, rise up against Buford. Because, <laughs> like, Buford's, like, the bully, and Belshi is his nerd. There's another episode where it's, like, they explore their relationship a little, because, like, Buford starts working for Doofenshmirtz or something. Really? <laughs> and then, so they're, like, separate. And then they um, sing, like, a power love ballad about how, about, you know, how they, like, miss each other or whatever. So, like, Buford's, like, there's a nerd-shaped hole in my heart, and Belshi's, <laughs> like, there's a bully-sized hole in my heart. That's cute. And, and you know, there's the classic episode where Doofenshmirtz gets a new nemesis. Peter the Panda. Peter the Panda <laughs> from Seattle, Washington. And then, like, they sing that sad song. Oh, it's like the, uh, like, it's like When Somebody Loved Me from Toy Story 2. But it's, it's, it's like, like that. It's Harry, like when like, we didn't retires. get along. Oh, that's so sad. And that's, see, that's another example. I, always, I like the episode where, um... Balji has goes to the rock summer camp and then oh he yeah can't, like, he can't learn how to rock but then he figures out that there were no grades it's not so about he gets grades. really mad and does like this amazing rock song uh oh, boy, we're talking yeah it's such a great show yeah. if you haven't watched it which if you're listening i mean if you go to the I'm school you probably i'm have. sure you have i feel like everybody but if you haven't i feel like the best like episode to get someone <laughs> in would be dude we're getting the band back together oh that's a great that's episode. the one that got nominated for an emmy i think oh did it the ink out rhythm got nominated oh yeah for, uh, for an emmy for great like best song. song that that whole thing has like great songs a lot um, of good guest stars too in that show oh yeah um i'm trying to think of like there's an episodes. oh i haven't seen it but i've seen the clip there's an episode where simon Pegg and nick frost cameo oh, yeah. as their characters from Shaun of the dead wait no that's a great episode so it's called it. it's called night of the living pharmacist see i specifically remember that so um doofenshmirtz so doofenshmirtz's brother um roger. is roger doofenshmirtz he's the mayor of danville which is the city they live in and he's super handsome and everyone loves him everyone hates heinz doofenshmirtz german so he makes a it's actually Jerusalem. nice try they they speak german in the show at one point <laughs> whatever but um uh so he makes an innator that will turn roger ugly and it ends up turning roger into heinz oh. know, dr <laughs> so it's like oh that backfired and then it turns to be like this zombie kind of thing where if you're turned into Doofenshmirtz and you touch someone, they turn into Doofenshmirtz. And, and he they're wears all like, a lab coat, so every, the yeah. joke is everyone always thinks he's a he's pharmacist. He's a pharmacist. <laughs> so, um, and they, they walk around like zombies are like, lots of me. And then so it's like a zombie apocalypse. So that's why it's like Shaun of the Dead. Okay. But, but I can't um, believe they got like, no, like no kid would ever get that. No, no kid would ever get that. But it was, oh, it was so funny. That, so that was a good episode. Yeah, and they have like they have like a Top Gear episode, and, uh, like where the Top Gear guys came mm. in, and just like people voice acting, like um, like Clancy Brown has been on it a few times. Um, yeah, people like that. I'm trying to. There's others I can't think of right now. I want to look it up. Um, blah, blah, blah. Send it up. Verb. 
I think um oh what's his name? Uh the guy from Thirty Rock, Jack something. Oh yeah, he's like the kid who's obsessed with Yeah, him. yeah. He was um Irving. There's somebody um, else I'm thinking of. J.K. Simmons was in an episode really? when, they, when they designed the toys. Oh my, yep, that's him. Yeah, um, I think of that. So yeah, there's like some good guest stars that you they have some might not necessarily stars. even know, but yeah, um, uh, I feel like that's like it's top tier. Uh, oh, Billy Ray Cyrus was in this. I believe it. They got a lot of like Disney, uh, like a Disney lot of the characters are played yeah. by people who are on other Disney shows, like. Um, mm. The sister Candace is played by Ashley Tisdale, who was on like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode where they're making a movie, and like they have they cast <laughs> oh, her. Oh yeah, role, and they and they do like a live action thing, and it's Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, they like they're like we'll fix you in post, dream. and it's her face. The the curse. <laughs> and then there's another episode where Brenda Song appears. You know, she played uh, yeah London London in. So they're like she and Ashley Tisdale have been in a show together, and it's like they're both working at like a hot dog stand or something, or like a restaurant, okay. a slushy dog. Yeah, and they're like trying to like fight for Jeremy's affection. And Jeremy the- is Mitchell Musso, yeah. who is in uh, Hannah Montana. So they have like a lot of um, a lot of like old, uh, you know, Disney stars. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, Phineas and Ferb is a great show. I I think that like everybody knows that Phineas and Ferb is a great show, but but I feel like if you were on the outside, like not really knowing much about mm-hmm. it, you would think like this is just a show for yeah. kids. Which like it's it's I mean it's targeted at kids because yeah, it's on Disney. But Channel. like everyone can enjoy. It. I feel like that's like shaped yeah. our child. Yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely did. I see. I feel like that kind of like everyone knows about Phineas and Ferb. But there's another one which was kind of my the one show that I like thought of when thinking about this idea. Is Gravity Falls. Have you ever seen it? I, I've seen a few episodes, and I when I first got Disney Plus, I was like, I'm gonna watch through because everyone mm. said it's really good. But I, I watched like one episode and then never continued. But yeah. I, I watched it a bit when it was on TV. So this came out like 2012. So it was av- it was like I think it was like mid Phineas and Ferb, but like it was and good it was the end. it was on like Disney XD, right? Which was like the more yeah, the it one was, that was aimed towards like yeah. Tweens. So it was um it was on Disney Channel, and then it went on oh. Disney XD. Okay, so it got moved. I don't remember. But um, so the basic premise is that it's these twins, Dipper and Mabel, who go to their great uncle Stan's um tourist trap house in um Gravity Falls, Oregon, for the summer because they live in California. They get chipped up to like have some fresh air or whatever. And, you know, there are all these shenanigans, but there's this, like, big mystery element because in the first episode, Dipper is, like, hanging up signs in the woods and he, like, hits a tree that's, like, metal. So it, like, opens the tree and there's, like, a switch in there. Oh, there's a bo- yeah, the book. And then he has the book. It's, like, a journal with a six-fingered hand that has a number three in it. So there are, like, all these mysteries and things. And, like, the first se- – there are two seasons. The first season is kind of campy. It's a little cheesy. But, like, if you get towards the – if you, like, stick with it, it gets, like, really, really good. And it can get, like – if you're like a little kid, it could be like legitimately horrifying. I know there's some jokes that like uh I remember when I watched it, there's like an episode where he goes to this place of these like super strong like minotaurs or something, mm-hmm. and the one guy's name is like Testoster yeah, or like tes- something. Yeah. I think it's like Testosterone or but something. I do remember reading that the creator like didn't want to make the show. He didn't want to have to make the show for Disney, so he tried to pitch something that like would never get made. Mm-hmm. Like I think Grunkle Stan is supposed to be like a cocaine like mule from like oh like, yeah. he's like selling drugs and stuff and I yeah the uh, the creator Alex Hirsch he like wanted to do this thing he wanted to put like all these adult jokes in but like Disney didn't want him to like put it and there were like all these things where like you know they're riding in the golf cart and Disney was like 
they got to wear seatbelts. It's like stuff like that. Like Disney was really like on it, but they got away with a lot of stuff. Like there's this one scene. This so my I I was watching it when I was younger. My cousin Johnny, shout out. He was uh he was pretty young when this show started. So there's this one episode where um like Stan's rival Gideon, who's like a little kid yeah. and also like a psychic, or whatever. He um calls up this dream demon, Bill Cipher, who's like the either like oh, the triangle the from like guy. the dollar yeah, the Illuminati guy. So he goes into Stan's mind to get like the code for like the safe to the deed of the house. So and then like Dipper and Mabel, they like follow him in there to save Stan. Yeah. So there's this one scene where they're like reading like this like Latin incantation and then like Stan's eyes like roll the back of his head and they like Jeez. glow blue and like everyone else's eyes roll the back of that and like this like legitimately terrified yeah, him <laughs> when he was a kid. And then there's another scene in the second season, whenever someone's like, Oh, this is like a little kid show, I'm like, look at this scene. So like Dipper and this other girl, Pacifica, they're hunting ghosts in like this creepy house. Yeah. And there's this one scene where the ghost like possesses like they're in like a room with a bunch of like animal heads. So the animal heads, they all start bleeding from the mouth oh my God. and their eyes are glowing red and they start chanting ancient sins, ancient sins. And I'm like, this is not a kid's show. Jeez. So it can get pretty dark, but it's also like, it's like, real. I think it's like a really good show. I think the mystery element is pretty, um, pretty interesting. Like I remember when I was like, you know, like 12 or 13, I would like go online after each episode and like look up like the, like the, the like the lore <laughs> and like the theories for the next episode. But, um, there's like a lot, like they put like a lot of detail in the show, just like little things in the background. And it's all like, you know, they have like adult jokes too. Like, uh, there's this one scene, there's this character named Seuss who's Seuss, like, you yeah, know, it's like, Hey, what's up, dude? He's yeah, like the, the big fat guy. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, he is with his grandmother, his abuelita, and um, they're talking about someone. Oh, she's like, oh, I want you to like get a girlfriend. So she's like, you know, soon I'll be gone and I'll be up with the angels. And he's like, and hey, with grandpa. And she's like, no, he's not there. <laughs> and uh, stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, it's, they're, you know, they're like their fair share of adult jokes, but uh, it's really, it's if you like stick with it, like the first season, yes, it's pretty cheesy, but if you stick with it, like the characters kind of grow on you. The second season is much more serious, yeah, and it's much more like Bill Cipher's going to start the apocalypse. We got to like save the world. I didn't realize that when uh, <coughs> Wendy is that her name? Wendy, uh, yeah, it's voiced by Linda, Linda Cardinelli. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then J.K. Simmons comes in the second. Season. I'm not going to say who he is because that's like a an actual like spoiler okay. yeah, for like the whole mystery thing. But like I, I watched the first episode again with Max and he's like, eh, I don't really like it. I'm yeah, like, well, I it's was very like, cheesy. Yeah, I think you just got to like stick with it and it get. I promise you, it gets very good. Yeah. And it's only two seasons and it has like a super super dedicated fan base. Mm-hmm. And you know there are all these spinoff like comics and books and stuff like that and like all these characters to explore. But it's, they put like a lot of heart into it and. That's good. Like, that's an example of something that, like, I think of when um, someone's like, oh, cartoons are just for kids. Like, this is, like, I'm sure, like, immediately written off as, like, oh, this is a kid's show. Because they watch, like, the first episode, like, this is super cheesy. But, like, if you, like, stick with it, the characters grow in you. I remember, not ashamed to admit it, I cried at the season finale. 
Fini- uh, Phineas and Ferb too. The series finale. I never watched the series finale. Oh Phineas my god! Is it Actor Age or is it that a different one? No, that's like right before. They have like one. It's like the last day of summer. Last day of summer. Because I know but, the, um, the first season, the episodes are out of order on Disney Plus. But yes. I think they fixed it with the, yeah. the second season. But uh, the end, it's not really like like they go inside and then Phineas like sticks his head out and he waves and I'm like that just hit me because like Phineas and Ferb was like my childhood. I mean, yeah. Gravity Falls too. Like I grew up with that, and I remember like we had this. Uh, we had like another family that we were all friends with and they would come over when the new episode was on. We all watch it together. And yeah, like we all like watch it together. That's another thing. Like the parents and the kids watching together and like my parents like the show too. They think it's funny and um, it's very good. So I say anyone interested, it's like a, a big like mystery show. It's a little cheesy at the beginning, but if you stick with it, I promise you it gets very good. Yeah. yeah, we don't have a lot of time, but I do want to quick bring up another great example: early SpongeBob, like seasons one through three. Oh yeah, it is like a kid show, especially now. But that, like, when it first aired, uh, yeah. that's like top tier, like stoner <coughs> comedy. Like, yeah, that's and- what people and like my roommate Matthew, friend of the pod, and I the yeah. other day were like just rattling off quotes that like you can give like a random Sponge early SpongeBob mm-hmm. quote. And, like, someone, like, an adult, like, way older yeah. than us will be able to feed the next line exactly. to you. And, like, will know, like, stuff like that. Just stuff that's been, like, ingrained in pop culture. Like, these shows that, mm. I guess, I mean, we they we were kids when we watched them. But if you went back. Yeah, you, like, they're still good. Yeah. It's like, you know, these cartoons are, like, we watched when we were little kids. You could say, oh, you're blinded by nostalgia. But, like, I think they still hold up, most yeah. of these. I mean, some probably don't, but yeah, I mean some some don't. But um, I uh, when I first this isn't a cartoon, but when I first got Disney Plus, I I started I watched a few episodes of Sweet Life Zack and Cody just for like the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And even like after a couple, I was like, all right, yeah, this is yeah, I'm sick of this. Like yeah, I saw the would you like am a f- oh, like I yeah. saw that episode, like I got through that one, but like after that, I was like, all right, this, yeah. this is but like you know standard. these shows like SpongeBob, Phineas and Ferb, like they hold up, and I think like because like. You know, you rewatch them, and there's like, oh, that I didn't. That's a joke that went way over my head as and a there's, kid. And there's definitely still nostalgia to it because when no, I was watching no, these episodes, sure. I was like, <clears throat> like this brings me back, but also like mm-hmm. this is good. It's like, good. <laughs> this it's is good quality. stuff. So um, just because it's a cartoon, don't immediately write it off. Catch us next semester when we do the Phineas and Ferb medley for Fifty Fourth and oh, City. Yeah. Now, <laughs> honestly, that's kind of a good idea. I don't think Maybe. it'll get passed, <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But um, yeah. Unless it's Family Guy, don't watch Family Guy. It's, no, I watched like ten seasons of Family. Really, Guy. I tried to watch. Oh, because like I thought, like, I thought, like it started. It started off. I was like, oh, it was pretty good. But then it, like it progressively got worse. And it was like, this is stupid. Once they fix the cropping thing, I am gonna watch. Try to watch like all of Good Simpsons. <coughs> yeah, I might want to do that too. I mean, that is like mm-hmm. it's like the best. Of but the there's best. like a lot. Well, I mean, after a certain period, like it, you don't have to yeah. watch any more of it. Yeah, but, but um. Yeah, I do want to like get back to the Clone Wars, but I'm yeah, really invested in Bojack Horseman. I can't stop watching, but we'll see. I I like wa- I did watch a little bit of the season seven trailer. I didn't really watch. I mean, not a ton, but even like the like the animation looks so good. Like I can't wait till it gets to that yeah. level. For yeah, me. I can. It's it's there are some spoilers, but I can't tell you it's going to cross over with Revenge of the Sith. Like, I know that I heard that like 
I heard that there were already episodes that did. Are there or are there not? Not really. I know it goes into like Order sixty six stuff. It, it like talks about it, but like it's not like that's gonna be weird. There yet. Especially no, if someone's that's... trying to do like a chronological. Um, yeah, but thing. like there's the uh, the scene the on the holo- in the holograms. So it's like a hologram. Mace Windu is like I sense a plot. To yeah, I did, see, I did see. So that. it's like that scene, and then like Yoda says something that he said as a hologram in the movie. So it's like there's crossover, but um, yeah, the Order sixty six episode. That's. That's a really, really good episode. That's, but that's like season six. But again, okay. that's like really, really dark. There's you no know, Order 66. You like suddenly turn on your commanders and like kill them. Yeah. And then it's like, what are you doing? I saw the thing where six is like the letter F and you like if you go in the alphabet. So FF is friendly fire and Order 66 is friendly fire. No I don't way. think I don't think that's intentional. Oh, that's but funny. I don't know. And then people were like six in the chat for. Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um. Oh, this is another thing the Clone Wars does so well. It's like all these clones are exactly the same, voiced by the same guy, but they're all unique. Voiced by the guy who does Perry the Platypus. Perry the Platypus, yeah. Um, oh, D. Lake Bradley Baker is great. Yeah, he, he has such like a versatile. Like he does all these animal noises, but then he does like the clones. He does like monster stuff. I found out he has a whole website where he like gives you tips if you like want to be a voice hmm. actor. Like for the like gives you like tips about the industry and like oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay. and he'll like respond to your comments and stuff, which is cool. Oh, but yeah, definitely. But that's just about uh it's just about our time this ended up being mostly Phineas and Ferb episode which honestly I'm okay with <laughs> I mean we talk about like the cartoons whatever no we but, did uh, I think yeah. yeah but uh yeah Phineas and Ferb very good go watch alright so uh <laughs> we'll get the phones fixed next week hopefully so yeah. uh thanks for joining us for our uh, earlier time yeah I don't think we ever said why it's cause I have an event right now yeah. that I have to go do so if you're on campus go to the perch yeah, come to hot dogs for Haiti hot dogs for Haiti are they free hot dogs? I don't think so. I think the whole point is you're supposed to donate. Oh, <laughs> okay. Never mind. So come donate and right, get yeah. a hot dog and listen to us sing. Yeah. Um Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go. I, I mean, it's going to be like right now. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. All right. All right. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank Catch you for listening. Uh, next week yeah. when we discuss something else. Something else. You'll see. It's a surprise. Yeah, we definitely know what it is. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.